Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I want to dance with somebody. This is Dirt and Sprague. This is the moment we've all been waiting for. Hmm? Andy Dirt Johnson. Step up, son. You're two pounds heavier than when you came to camp, but we can fix that. All we have to do is decrease his food intake and increase his metabolic output. All right, step up the scale, son. Muscle weighs more than fat. And Brendan Sprague. Seven-minute abs. And we guarantee just to get a workout is the eight-minute, folk. If you're not happy with the first seven minutes, we're going to send you the extra minute free. See, that's it. That's our motto. Dirt and Sprague on 1080. Maybe at the end of the show, we'll both take our clothes off, you, Armani, and me, mine, and we'll just give it to the audience. What do you think? The Fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt and Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan. 99.5 AC2, the Odyssey app. An open, uh, an open that I didn't like, even though I had finished it and sent it away, and that I like now. That's good. It gets be- It's like wine. <laughs> it gets better with time. Yes. You know? We got a couple of... We got so many opens in our rotator that you don't hear them very often. Right. Because you only go through, what, two a day, and that's if there's not a branded week. So I think we got up almost 20 opens in there. I've thought about making a couple. There's a couple others I want to do... Uh, and sometimes I just, I get some time, you know, we get off early and I know everybody thinks, Oh, your day's done. But some days it's not, but like, sometimes I do have some downtime. I want to make some more, but I'm, I'm motivated now. We had a celebrity in the building. We did. Portugal. The man is here this morning. I guess Portugal, the man, I saw them and I didn't even know who they were. I you know me, I'm not in up to date with most modern music. They're pretty popular though. They had a big hit, didn't they? I think they've had a few big a hits. A few big yeah. hits? Okay. My my problem is not like, I don't say that in a demeaning way. I, they, maybe that came out that way. I didn't mean it that way. It's another thing my therapist is talking about. It's my tone. <laughs> your tone sometimes. Brandon, your tone might not be how you mean it to be. I don't recognize all the mu- musical artists. I'm not good at that. I'd have no clue. If you t- if you would have not told me, say, hey, go walk out in the hallway, see who that is, and can you re- I would have never picked them out. Like, I went to a, a celebrity golf tournament years ago. I worked for a different radio station. It was my first radio job post-Comcast. I worked for a couple months, and we went to a celebrity golf outing out at the Reserve. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that was also my introduction to Reserve. So it was like a... Best of both worlds situation. It's like all these celebrities and then all a great golf course. And I saw, I met a guy out playing, met him, heard his name, didn't know him. No clue. Hey, he's in Kiss. I went, (laughs) (laughs) although to be fair, outside of Gene Simmons, do do you know what, do you know the Kiss name swag? I believe his name was Paul. 
Paul Stanley. Sure. Question mark. Yeah. Are those names well known? Is he the one from here the that non joined? lead singer of Kiss? Are they I, all I believe well that's correct. He's the okay. one from um, here that joined. I, I was not a huge Kiss fan, so I didn't. I mean, I knew. You Gene don't want to rock and roll but, all day and party oh, no. every night. I do want to rock and roll all day Dude, and party all night. He was in a bow tie. But... Knights and Satan services. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. That's no. how people used to give the youth a bad time about liking Kiss. Sure. Sure. Right. Interesting. Well, yeah, Portugal the Man is here today, so we got that going for us. The sun's out. We got our big station brand meeting out for the show. Will everybody show up? We'll find out. Well, That's my boss, our, our boss was like, hey, they signed our wall. Because I saw him out in the commons, and they were yeah. leaving and saying goodbye. And I'm like, this person's wearing a blanket. What? Who are these people? <laughs> Do we invite a homeless guy in? What's <laughs> happening here? Hey, it's cold out, man. Let I me just, warm. I remember the video of Portugal the Man when they played the Blazer theme song at one of their concerts. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. What's the Blazer theme song? Oh, the trumpets. The old trumpets. Yeah, yeah, okay. Which I don't think we play the trumpets anymore. Did we lose the trumpets? The we trumpets gone? Occasion, Blazer Broadcasting? I don't I think, think we play trumpets they anymore. they have it. I don't know. We it, don't it's worked in there somewhere. <laughs> Root Sports Plus doesn't have the rights it's to it. It's an embarrassment. You can't be in the channels of the thousands to get that, no? Can you explain to me why the hockey team gets the primary root channel, which is an HD channel? Because it's a Seattle channel. Because it's based in Seattle. So they get two every time. The Mariners will have precedent. Yeah, that's the way we're. Yeah, we don't have our own channel. It's we're piggy we're piggybacking. It's an awful deal. So I see Portugal, the man, and I'm like, who is this man? And then our boss was like, that's Portugal, the man. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Who is this man? It's Portugal, the man. <laughs> well, he's wearing a blanket. It's like a blanket jacket or something. And uh, our boss points to the wall and goes, they signed the wall. And I was like, oh, that's that's cool. She goes, yeah, if we ever have any big celebrities or athletes in here, we'll have them sign the wall. And okay. I thought, All right. I thought to myself, are we ever going to have a big athlete in our building? I mean, we had Cliff Robinson in studio one time. I'd let him true. sign the wall. I wouldn't be stunned. Danny Tanner came on our show. Yeah, Bob right. Saget. Bob Saget. Let him sign the wall. Like celebrities I could see, but like Henry Rowan Gardner was on the show. You're let him right. sign the wall. Do you think we'll ever have, like, what's the biggest athlete? The only one I could come up with is maybe one year. Primetime used to have big name guys. Danny's pretty, he's pretty connected to the Blazers doing the beat thing this year. Yeah. If you told me Dame came in. Mm-hmm. And, you know, did him a solid in-person interview. That yeah. wouldn't shock me. Or I me. could see Dame, like, if he's got something camp or something, something he's, you know, for kids or... He used to come on our Special Olympics thing every yeah, year. that sort of thing. I could see him coming in and pumping something well, like that. Well, it'd be important if we could get him back, because I alienated him away. You a... did? What did you do? Uh, I asked him about a girlfriend his first year. That's right. I forgot uh, about that. It was more of a jokey question. We had, <laughs> we were like eight minutes into the interview, and I was like, so, Dame Lillard, Mr. Bigwig in Portland, how are we doing with the ladies? And he awkwardly was like, oh, well. And then like an hour after our interview, he posted a photo for the first time yeah. ever on his Instagram with a picture of his now wife. Now and it was wife, like, yeah. I think he was told to throw that out there because <laughs> don't get asked about that. Don't right. get asked about that again. <laughs> uh, people are saying Tommy Thayer. Is that who you played golf with? Yeah, uh, sure. Yes. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. Tommy Thayer. Thayer. Maybe I'm thinking of just He's local. the guitar yeah. player yeah. from the Portland big area. Big hair. Like, I, he looked like Howard he's Stern. In, he's in Kiss. You got to have big hair. Yeah, but like his Was head, the tongue long? Did he stick his tongue out at you? He, he did not give me any tongue. Okay. That's too um, bad. I'm curious. If I was to take tongue from anybody, it'd definitely be somebody you'd kiss. Are there, are, do they wear tongue extensions or do they all have long tongues? No, I think Gene's really just, Jean. just the Just Gene's the tongue guy? That's okay. his thing. That's a, okay. I didn't know if it was a kiss thing. I mean, that. The dang. name of the band is Kiss. You got you know, long tongues are better for kissing. Underrated thing to have. 
by the way. It on is. Your body. You can reach a lot. That that thing goes deep. Uh, but I, the head was so big. All I remember is how big his head was. And maybe that was just the thickness of the hair. Mm-hmm. But it just, it's almost cartoonish in my mind when I remember that moment. <laughs> I'm going to read a couple of thoughts here at the Fan Text Lab. We were talking about the Seahawks. Uh, somebody said, you surprised Seattle hasn't talked about Lamar. They have two first-round picks. Yeah, I'd kick the tires on that if I were Seattle. Throw a couple of first-round picks at them. For who? For Lamar Jackson. That's a decent starting point. See, this is the tough thing. I'm not saying that's a bad idea, but I think we're – we misremember some things sometimes in sports, and Seattle might be one of those – not that that particular listener doesn't know or isn't informed, but, like, I think sometimes the general public, if they're not following the day-to-day, everyday stuff, like, they made the playoffs – Okay, but they were the seven seed. They snuck in. They they did not end their season well. It was a great story, and then it kind of came to a crashing end a little bit. I mean, they needed the Lions to beat the Packers even to get into the playoffs. That's, that's what I'm saying. Is like It took them a little something to even get in as the last seed, and then they got raced in the second half. They've got a lot of roster holes, and they got to try to get out of the Jamal Adams situation. That was an awful deal. And so, like, I, I I like Lamar a lot. You know that. Are you better off, or are you are you better off getting young assets on cheap contracts that can be plug and play? I, I hate to throw this out there right now, but it's kind of the reality of what that league is anyway. Mm-hmm. If this story ends up, you know, coming out and we hear from him and he gets arrested and it's a misdemeanor, does Jalen Carter fall to you at nine? Yeah, he could. And I again, I I know some. Well, they people have five. The mock tra- the mock draft was them trading that pick. They have oh, the trading. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So, so they're a little bit higher than that. But like, if he fell, does he fall to five? And do you take him and say, well, I mean, we took Frank Clark and he he grabbed his woman by the neck, slammed her against <laughs> yeah. the wall, and threw her on a couch of guns. And I'm not saying that this is worse. You know, whatever. They're both awful. But yeah, not comparing crimes. It's not like you haven't done the PR damage thing with another draft pick anyway. Had no problem doing it. Yeah. Jalen Carter, by every measure, is going to be a really good defensive tackle in the NFL. You could get a guy like Will Anderson that's there at number five two from Alabama. And this is what I'm saying is like Lamar's great, but are you better served as a franchise to say we we can address two or three positions? By using this pick and then trading this pick. You know what I mean? Like, you can address holes on your roster that way. That's a valid point. We'll get to Mikey M coming up bottom of the hour. I got two other quick things I wanted to bring up here before we get to a statter story. Not huge deals. I just find them interesting. Like, what are we interested in this time of year? And how do do different sports fit into the landscape? Uh, Have you seen the ratings for the XFL the first couple of weeks of the season? They are horrible. Um yeah, got, are you surprised by this? Not at all, but I just want to point out. They fell 50% in week two. Uh, and they're know. significantly lower. This is XFL 3.0 because yeah. 2.0 was in 2020. Yes. And 2.0 actually had good ratings in week one. They fell to week two, but they had like solid numbers for the first, I don't know, two months of the season. Yeah. And then towards the back half, it, it fell off. I mean, their numbers, their four games averaged basically 600,000 fans. I, I think, well, their attendance has been abysmal and they played this week and they had a game I think in Vegas they played at a minor league stadium and the grass was completely dead I don't know if you saw this the grass was dead yellow brown and they were videoed spray painting it green (laughs) so on TV it looked green like it was green grass Uh, look some people love football no matter what right they love year-round football there is um there is an audience I guess is there 
I mean, these are MLS numbers, lower than MLS numbers. They, they are, and I'd imagine they're going to keep dipping. But, yeah, ultimately, I think most football fans, most, are kind of telling you, we unplug from the sport. We need the break. We like the offseason stuff, too. Yeah, I just, yeah, I don't know how a league like that survives. The other one, I, you, I mean, we're golf guys. We don't have to get too into it. I'm just curious, did either of you check out any of the live this weekend? It was on the CW I for the first time. Zero. I have no interest in that style of golf. Okay. I, if you want to rival the PGA, I don't know if you can do it. Keep paying to get guys. Okay. I don't like it, but that's the thing. The team golfing is stupid. I have no interest in it. I think it's dumb. I'd rather watch guys compete one-on-one. tend to agree with you there. Especially if you have DeChambeau, you have Phil. You've got some okay names on that tour. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, Cam Smith just won the Open Championship. He's on your tour. And oh, by the way, I don't think this is necessarily the best news for Liv. Did you see that all of those guys are going to be able to play in the majors? They are going to be able to play in the majors. Yeah. All of all the majors, like Cam Smith's going to be able to defend his Open Championship you're going to get uh, Brooksy and DeChambeau in the U.S. Open. Like, I don't think that's actually a good thing for Liv, but they're going to be in the major championships, which is going to be a weird, really weird thing for the diehard PGA broadcasters and players. But you won't have as many of them as you had last year because the rankings they're not in the rankings. So unless you were like a past, you have an exemption, they're not going to qualify. So there's only going to be a couple in each one. Yeah, but a couple of those ones are pretty big names. Yeah, it'll be the well, big yeah. household names. But the argument about it has been if you go that way, you can't play in the majors unless you've won a major. That's right. been one of the PGA Tour's biggest arguments, and they're gonna they're gonna ultimately end up winning that argument, I think. Your nightmare scenario though, and again, I, I still don't think this is good for Liv mm-hmm. because I think you're losing eyeballs away from the Liv thing on the CW. But the worst thing that could be for the PGA is if Cam wins the open again. DeChambeau, yeah, I'm, I'm not that this is going to happen, but somehow a couple of those majors go to live guys. Yeah, it could happen. Their ratings this weekend, I just, I was curious how this is going to turn out because I did, I ended up watching like 30 minutes of it on Saturday. I was just curious, like, hey, CW, first time on TV. I'm not going to seek it out on a YouTube channel, but it's on my television. And we were snowed in. There was nothing to do at my house on Saturday. So I watched like 20 minutes of it. That's about all I could watch because I'm with you. I just wasn't compelled and. To be honest with you, the Honda Classic, which had no big names playing in it at all, was far more interesting to me because of the storylines. And, like, those guys were playing for exemptions into the Masters and for the biggest, you know, payout of their career. Like, there was real pressure on the line. The Honda Classic had essentially no big-name players in it. They beat the final live round. Both of them were on Sunday. They went head-to-head by 722%. Mm-hmm. 722%. And it wasn't an elevated event. You had. Do you even know who won this weekend? Uh, Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk, look at you. Yeah, I watched guy. a little bit of the final round. It was he a great a final round. Good story. It's compelling, man. Sobriety yeah. and things. Battery demons yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's, I, I, just a couple minutes I wanted to carve out there. It was a really rough weekend for, for Liv. We'll see where it goes in the future. I just I don't know if there's an audience for it. Kind of been my point along, but we'll see if times change. But the ratings were not good. And their first event on television on the CW this weekend. Let's get to your favorite segments, favorite segments, data story next on the fam. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Crunch the numbers. There's 6,127 students at average, 58% of which are girls. So, so that's 7,107.32 boobs. <laughs> Break the news. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. Is it a stat or a story? Evidence based on olfactory prowess is inadmissible. In case you didn't know. This is Stat or Story, a monumental judgment call with dirt and spray on 1080. Come on, don't mess. The Fan. All right, the Yammer coming up in about 10 minutes. We'll talk some NFL Combine, Pac-12, everything with Mike Yammer, our good buddy. That's coming up next segment. But we got on Stat or Story today, Jason Swigart. Uh, let's see. We are going to celebrate the great Damian Lillard, obviously. I like it. we got it. some random local stuff here. So we will start with your first number being 25. Is it the number of free throw attempts that Damian Lillard has missed so far this season? Or is it the rank of Astoria on the most recent list of best small towns in America to visit, according to FamilyDestinationGuide.com? I saw this. This is a story. I'm going to go with you. You sound confident. Story. I feel like it's got to be more than 25 minutes free throws. Is it not? Uh, It is. That is correct. It is a story. Damian Lillard has only missed 35. He is 403 for 438. That is 92% at the strike this season. That's pretty good. That'll that'll be considered clutch. That'll do. Quite frankly. Uh, So, yes, the FamilyDestinationsGuide.com released its list, and Astoria was 25th. Uh, The number one town is, I believe it's on the big island in Hawaii, Haloaloa. Sure, sounds delightful. Haloaloa, what a kick-ass name. Let's see, Haloaloa. Haloaloa. I gotta pronounce every single uh, vowel in the Hawaiian alphabet. (laughs) Yes, you do. Uh, Population 2827. I believe it's there where the uh, the coffee fields are near Kona. Who cares? Give us our flowers. We're 25th. <laughs> so, yes, Astoria is Is that 25th. the best small town in Oregon? Uh, yes, not the only one. Okay. Uh, Hood River, I believe, was 47th. Yeah. Hood River's turned themselves into a nice little destination. There's a lot of rich folk in Hood River now. My dad grew up in Hood River, and it was a you little, breweries, little old farming town. It's, it's you a go, lot of rich down there. You go windsurfing out in the Columbia out there. Apple picking. Apple picking, want. all sorts of stuff. And then uh, historic Jacksonville down south came in just outside the top 100. One fact, in Jacksonville randomly won like $700. Yeah, won a giant lottery back yeah, I remember that. I've never been to ago. Jacksonville, Oregon. I've Jacksonville, never been. Jacksonville, Oregon. Where is it? That down the border, kind of? Down, I don't know if it's, it's all like the way there. Some in that vicinity. What do they got going on? I know about Astoria. I know about Hood it's River. It's kind of like an old west ghost town sort of feel to it. They have a Jaguar reserve. Really? Some good restaurants down <laughs> That'd be there, too. funny if they know, but they should. <laughs> Why don't you play in the name? Home and the then, real uh, Jacksonville. The other town. Yeah, the other town in the west is Leavenworth, Washington. Oh, yeah, good old Leavenworth. I think they're fourth. I still okay. haven't been to Leavenworth. That's a, I haven't either. Leavenworth so. is a cool town. It's a cool town. I will say this. Uh, it doesn't have beach the way other coastal towns do. The wife and I love Astoria. I think it's an awesome city. Astoria is a good spot, man. All right, your next number, 542. 
is it? The number of three-point chance Damian Lillard has attempted so far this season. With the number of peanuts it takes to make a 12-ounce jar of peanut butter as it is National Peanut Butter Lover's Day. So hold on. I How, love what's peanut the number butter. Again? Can you say the number? 542. 542. So that would be... He's averaging probably 9 a game, 10 a game. That'd be 8.8. It's got to be more than that then, I think. Although he did miss time. Yeah, How many did. games has he missed? Stat. Stat. Oh, Final yeah, answer. I forgot about the games. He's probably missed 11 games, maybe yeah. 12. Sounds about right. I'm going stat. I'll, I'll, I'll follow you. You followed me, I'll follow you. Stat. That is a stat. Yes. He is 206 out of 542. 38% is the clip Damien uh, is firing away from deep season long. Uh, so, yes, National Peanut Butter Lovers Day. Uh, to make a, a standard 12-ounce jar of peanut butter, it takes about 540 peanuts to do so. Are we uh, are we loving peanut butter today? I mean, I could eat PBJ? peanut butter by the spoonful if I had to. I, yeah, I, yeah, I love I peanut I butter. I need a day for peanut I butter. Dip my finger in peanut butter. Uh, yeah, Americans <laughs> spend almost eight hundred million dollars a year. You guys, just don't on act peanut like butter. you don't take a scoop occasionally. You do okay? the Ted Lasso thing. Don't act like you're not scooping. That was funny from Ted Lasso. He's like, I leave a peanut butter jar on my counter, so I just walk by and scoop it up with a finger. It's delightful. It is. It's amazing. What's, Refreshing. Uh, it's delicious. What's the most unusual thing you will uh, pair with peanut butter? Uh, mayonnaise. I don't know if I'm that unusual. I'm not exotic. Probably the most crazy thing that I've ever had peanut butter with is the peanut butter burger at Killer Burger. That's what I'm referencing. Yeah. That's Did they the put most... mayonnaise on there, too? There's mayonnaise on okay. that, and I remember seeing that. I was like, what? That's disgusting. Took yeah. a bite. I was like... Yeah, you hear it, and you're like, this isn't going to be good, and you have it, and you're like, this is fantastic. It's the Joe Exotic of burgers. <laughs> you don't think it works, and then you keep watching. You can't look away. I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> He's going to die, by the way. Is he? Joe Exotic's going down? He's got, down? like, advanced cancer. He's in prison. He's refusing treatments. He's like, just let me die. Just let me go. He wants to go be with... Yeah, well, I'll stop there. Okay. <laughs> go be with who? The guy he killed? Let's continue. Uh, your next number is 57. He's 57. That bitch Carol Baskin. <laughs> <laughs> is it the number of games Damian Lillard has scored 40 or more points in a regular season? Can you say the number again? I'm sorry. 57. 57. Okay. Number of 40-plus point games in the regular season for Damian Lillard. Or... Is it the number of years the Peterson couple owned the Dockside Saloon just around the corner of us? Tom and Gloria? Before they sold uh, recently to a former customer. Yeah, I uh, I saw this story and I'm not remembering the number. That would be Terry and Kathy. I'm going to so go story. I'm going to go story here. Final answer. So it's... Let's call it 2022, take away 57. People are saying Jacksonville is down by Ashland, by the way. Yeah, Southern Oregon, same thing. So 1965. 1965 is when they got it. You went story? I'm going story. I'm just upset it's not Tom and Gloria. Clean sweep, story. Okay. No, this is a stat. Damn it. Dame Lillard, 57 40-plus point games and counting in his regular season of his NBA career. Pretty incredible. Uh, but, no, the Dockside Salina Restaurant uh, just about a week and a half ago changed hands after 40 years of Terry and Kathy Pearson uh, owning it, and they, um, they just – decided that's what they wanted to do 40 years ago and they kind of went all in with their you know whatever they had at the time to get it going uh they had a late shift police officers rising real estate developers uh but they are most known for the fact 
I don't know if you guys know this. Mm. Um, it was discovered in 1994. Uh, Kathy went out and normally uh, was, you know, doing the dumps, you know, throwing out stuff in the dumpster, getting ready, and noticed some bags in there that were not from their facility, and quickly noticed the name Jeff Galuli was what? on them. Tanya Harding? And so she, uh, they found an envelope. Harding's name was on one with a check stub. There was a piece of paper detailing Kerrigan's skating practice oh, schedule. What? They in the their ones? dumpster? And so, yes, the, that's... Uh, she noticed different garbage, went through it, and tied it to Tanya Harding. Yeah. Is that how she got caught? Uh, investigators, they'd start to... That's do still it, crazy. But that's yeah, major that, part of the Dockside Saloon yeah. is is tied into the whole Harding Kerrigan thing. As that's I think how they put Galuli. Oh my God, that's wild. How about that? We got some. Oh, well, I got some. We got some time to kill today. Maybe we go over there and get a Bloody Mary. We got an hour to kill after the show. We did that last week and it ended up. Well, we got a good burrito out of it. We did but, get a burrito out of it at least. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she uh, so she found the trash, called the FBI tip line, left a message. Wow. And uh, they it was Super Bowl weekend, so they were obviously having people in for the Super Bowl and they had a crew show up the next morning start oh, asking them questions and there I you love go. a good fun local fact statter story. That was fun. Entertaining. Yeah. I still think Jacksonville should have a Jaguar reserve. I think so too. And Ryan Buckley texted you and I and said I've been to Portugal the man in concert. Okay. Wouldn't know him if I saw him. <laughs> I wouldn't recognize him either. <laughs> so at least I'm not alone there. <laughs> You're not the only one man. Hey let's talk to our good friend Mike Yam. NFL Combine going on. He also covers the Pac-12. How's he feeling about the television contract situation the yammer is now this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, we got a lot to talk about. The NFL Combine's going on this weekend, or this week, I should say, in Indy. And uh, the Pac-12 is still trying to figure out their future in the college football landscape. So joining us now is our good friend Mike Yam, at Mike underscore Yam on Twitter. Go give him a follow, NFL Network anchor and Sirius XM host. Uh, Yammer, I don't want to start with a with a depressing, kind of sad story, but I I feel like it's the biggest story out of the Combine today. This Jalen Carter thing's kind of wild coming out of nowhere uh, I'm just like, what? What's the reaction, and and what's your take on this? And I, you know, you, you hate to get to the football angle of it, but you imagine this yeah. will affect his his draft status. 
You know, it's pretty crazy, and I'm, I'm glad uh, I ran to Starbucks early this morning because I heard that story in the car on the way there, and I, I thought to myself, oh, my Lord. You know, the first thing I think of is Carter, the potential, what he could be at the NFL level, and now how one bad decision, and I don't know enough about the story to tell you, yeah. you know, if there's multiple bad decisions that have sort of led up to an incident like this, but, you know, the reality is, you know, this is going to dramatically change the trajectory of his life. Um, you know, it goes from a, you know, a top five pick to, you know, a guy, I don't know where he ends up getting drafted. Um, you know, like that, those are, those are the harsh realities for a lot of these players. And, and, you know, I just think to myself, you guys are around college players all the time. You know, so many of them are so thoughtful, well-mannered, educated, and obviously supremely talented on the field that you root for them and you want to see them have success. And then you hear a story like this and you go, Oh my Lord, like you have so much potential. What are you doing? Like, why are you making these decisions? And to me, that's the saddest thing that comes out of this story. Um, I, I just hope it gets rectified the best way possible. And then hopefully Jalen is able to, you know, move on and, you know, do the things that he needs to do to have, you know, not only a successful career as a professional football player in the NFL, but, but also clearly some of the things that he needs to address off the field. Yammer, the, the combine has become as much off the field. Actually, I would argue it's become more off the field stuff than even on the field because these guys are yeah. more and more saying, ah, I'm not going to work out. I'll get my pro day. They show up, they talk, and that's about it. What have you learned about the combine in, in your time with the NFL Network and just talking to yeah. people that have been covering it for years and how it's evolved to what it is today? Yeah, you know, it's kind of crazy because we there's so much emphasis on the quarterbacks. Hey, Bryce Young's not throwing, these other guys are throwing. And, you know, who's showing up and what the measurables are. And, you know, I, I think about the 40, and it's fun to watch. I mean, look, I'm going to be doing our combine shows this weekend um, at NFL Network. And, like, I remember doing it last year and just having conversations around some of these guys. To me, the on-field stuff is is a way to show – casual fans and I think hardcore fans, just how talented these guys are. I mean, some of the stuff that they're able to accomplish is just, you know, freakazoid level. But I think the biggest thing is from a personnel standpoint, you know, I, I've been in Vegas now the last few years to cover East West Shrine Bowl. And, you know, you talk to plenty of the scouts there. And over time, and I've been to a couple of these other college all-star games, and then all of a sudden the senior bowl pops up and you start hearing rumors and rumblings about different guys. Every time I talk to a scout, you know, when we point to the combine, it's, I, to me, it's sure, it's what they do on the field, but there's so much of the off the field stuff. The guys who don't perform, Brandon, to your point, you know, like they're going to talk to all these teams and the questions that they're being asked. And I know people will say, well, it's kind of like a job interview, and it is, but it's also the stuff that you do away from, you know, Lucas Oil Stadium. And I'll give you an example. Last year, there was a top first round guy who was really well thought of and he's at the combine and he's out after drills, just kind of, you know, doing whatever he's doing, you know, having some drinks and smoking cigars. And the scout told him like, Hey man, we really like you. Just a piece of advice. Like maybe you shouldn't be here. Like maybe you should just go and, and not be as public about, you know, and it wasn't like he was doing anything bad. It was mm. just maybe not the best look. And this player said, Oh, okay, cool. Left and went to another place and was doing the exact same thing. And all the scouts know each other. So you know that there was text messages back and forth between these scouts going, oh, you know, guess this player's here. And the other scout goes, well, actually, he was just here, and we told him that he shouldn't be. You know, it's just it's one of those things. So it's all these subtleties that, that happen that, 
you know, I, I think as we've grown up, and I hate to admit that I'm 41, but like, you know, you, you mature and you, you know, you grow up and you start thinking about things differently. You know, I don't know if some of these players who are 20, 21 years old, and some instances a little bit older, are necessarily mature enough to understand some of that nuance. God damn, you were 30 years old when the Pac-12 Network started. You were that young, and you were the lead host. Oh God, I've, I've been very fortunate, man. My man, that is a great note in the career. I didn't know you were that young. Now, what would Mikey yeah. M's forty time be? Oh, that's a good question. If you got an hour to stretch uh, and do yoga, what would your forty time be? I would definitely need the stretch time, guys. <laughs> I actually woke up in the middle of the night again in pain with the hip. I have a weekly appointment with the chiropractor <laughs> oh, no. uh, to help on the IT and the knees and the hip and the lower back. So um, let's just say, like, I think. I think the struggle, we were on set the other day in LaDainian Tomlinson, who I think was a 4-3-8, if I'm not mistaken. LaDainian's, like, doing a little bit of a demo. And, like, you know, he just, you know, bends over and he's got the hand on the ground. I'm just going to tell you guys right now, bending over and putting the hand on the ground, <laughs> I, I would need at least maybe two hours. And it would be like a hot yoga session just to stretch out for that. But you would beat Eisen, right? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Lay up, dude. Come on. <laughs> okay, there Come we go. On. That's all we needed to know. That's good. I mean, that's, that's me. If you said I was racing rich right now, like, I, I wouldn't even need the yoga set. I'd hop out of bed and just be like, yo, let's go. Like, Ooh. it would be, you know, that little you know, bolt of uh, adrenaline that you would get. You'd, you'd have to get up for one of those. So Would you go full like, suit, uh, too? Would you go the, the whole outfit on? Dude, some of my suits, guys, I got to be honest with you, man. Like, they are really, really snug. Like, I got to suck in that gut. I can't button. If you see me on, on set and I don't have my jacket buttoned, it's because that suit, I can't button it. So let's just say, like, I don't know if it's the best look for me to be running a 40 with a full suit on. I will give Rich a lot of props for that. That's no joke. Now I kind of want to watch you guys both do what NBA broadcasts do during timeouts. They make these little kids put on the triple xl jersey and then like the size 18 shoe put the and, whole outfit on. yeah i want to watch you guys both do that and then run the 40 time and see who wins uh you know yeah yeah jalen carter's depressing to talk about it's not fun to talk about those stories you know what else is depressing the pac-12 might be on the ion network i didn't know what the ion network was until i saw the report i don't know how true some of this stuff is what do you make of what 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 you're hearing and, and how do you ultimately feel this is going to go uh, for the conference, because we're a little sad out yeah. here, but we've accepted our lot in life, whatever that may be. Yeah. Criminal Minds. Isn't that the popular show that's on the ION network? I think it's that or Blue Bloods. <laughs> okay. It's Chicago Fire. Other, so. you know, there's, I think all the uh, Chicago shows are on there. Yeah. yeah. Not exactly a, a great lead into Pac-12 after dark, but, uh, you know, there's been some rumblings, guys, on on that Apple deal, and I'm sure, you know, you've read the same things that I have, but, you know, actually, I got a call from someone a couple weeks ago to look like it was pretty close to happening, and then it hasn't yet, so I'm a little surprised that it hasn't happened. Um, look, it's disappointing, right? I mean, I think you guys characterized it really well. We've known what it is. We've accepted it. And just trying to play the best you can with the cards that you're dealt. I think the issues now that have arisen from two marquee programs leaving this conference, where are we at with expansion, which I think will help. But it's the age-old question that we've been asking for years now, which is, do you care about the distribution or the money more? Because I don't know if there's a world where you can have both of those things at, at their peak. I just... I don't think it's possible, and I don't think there's necessarily something wrong with that. You know, the adoption of the – like, I watch Prime, right, for Thursday Night Football. So I, 
you know, I, I, but here's the issue. Like, and you guys know this, your, your listeners that are listening, that are fans of Oregon and Oregon state, for example, you know, what's that age range, you know, are they going to be comfortable? Anyone who's 50 plus, and I hate to use that because I'm not that far away from that. So I don't mean <laughs> to make that sound like that's ancient, but the adoption from using these apps and, and not having traditional TV, like I still have a normal cable box because I like the menu and being able to stroll and trying to find something. Um, I just, it worries me about that type of, about that fan. And the reality is if you go to the stadiums out on the West Coast on a, on a Saturday and compare them to what's happening in the Midwest, there is a difference. And I think we can all agree to that and accept that and just move on from it. But I just don't want to alienate anyone. And then the other thing is if you don't have a deal in place with ESPN, you know, that machine that's there, that's pumping up the Christian McCaffrey's of the world or, or not pumping him up when he's, you know, on that Heisman campaign, like that's an issue when we're talking about the college football playoff and not being, you know, sold as, you know, quality teams on the West coast. Those are problems that this league has had now for a while. And I do think it's advantageous that the league does partner with one of those traditional, you know, uh, you know, partners like an ESPN so that they are part of the mainstream coverage. Cause that's what worries me the most. You go to one of these streaming services and you become more of an afterthought. I think that's, that's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. I think, I think the point is spot on. You got to kind of choose revenue or distribution. You can't have them both and we'll see which way they end up going. Mike Yam, he's at uh, the NFL combine this week. Our good friend, NFL network, Sirius XM uh, at Mike underscore Yam on Twitter. Look forward to watching you all week. The combine always draws in fans are always curious curious about the storylines and measurements and all that stuff. So uh, we look forward to watching you. Thanks as always, yeah. man. Great to catch up. Hopefully we can do it again soon. Yeah, or now I'm going to be watching the suit, man. I want to see if the jacket's done or undone, and I'm going to know what's Let going just on. Say, I only got two. I only have two now that I can button. So it is, it's a real problem. Um, I'd be embarrassed to be a participant at the combine knowing that it's like the, the spandex modeling competition at this point. That's great. Thanks, Yammer. Later, guys. There you go. Mike Yam of the NFL Network. I'm the same way. I get for the Winterhawks TV games. I don't make enough, like, I don't need, I don't ever wear suits other than when I'm on TV or at a funeral or a wedding. Like, right. those are the only times I ever wear a suit. And I, I got, I got two jackets. One of them, one of them's still good. The other one, every, every year I come back for like the next, the next first game of the year. It's a little, tight, a little tight, a little tighter, a little bit tighter than the year before. Is your, you're hanging assuming, on by a thread. I'm assuming your TV one is the navy blue. The navy blue, baby. Yeah. Navy yeah. blue. I feel like you're in that every time you do a broadcast. That's all I got. It's all reliable. That's all I got, man. It's good to go. Well, I, until it doesn't fit anymore. I th- I think I only have like two suit jackets. Like, when's too. the last time you wore a suit outside of a funeral wedding or for me being on random TV randomly? You don't wear a suit. Even on TV, I wouldn't want to wear a suit anymore. I don't even want to either. That's I want not it. the norm. Give me like a sweater vest and a button up. Like, give me a white t shirt. <laughs> Let me go Josh Pate on you. Go super cash. Yeah. Man. Uh, all right, let's wrap it up. CJ McCollum back. Uh, a major milestone today. And uh, we'll close up there next on the fam. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Well, I do want to give a shout out here in the uh, final segment today, because today, you know what, you know what the milestone is today. Do we know what the big milestone is today? Let's see. It's March first. March first, twenty twenty-three. Big milestone. Um, is it show related? 
I just open up Instagram. I'm more Dave Kingsella already a Portugal the man photo popping up on Instagram. Oh, I mean, good for on. you, Dave. Uh, Dave, come on, I liked yeah. it. There you go. Boom. Uh, is it show related? Uh, it is station related. Station related. Uh don't no. today. Oh, is day three hundred and sixty-five for uh, John Sakanic. Oh, catch three. He made it a year. Today's the final year. day. Now, who is the final? It's catch? a big surprise. Nobody knows. Oh. Well, okay. I have my my I have bets on this behind the scenes. Well, I know where he's trying. Oh, I know where he, he's shooting. He's, he's shooting big. So let's be honest. He's in Seattle. Think backwards, hat and bubblegum. Mm. And what? Who is his okay. ultimate? Yeah. No, I understand. This. I think that's where he's hoping. I don't. I'm not confirmed this. Well, he's in Seattle for a reason. He was no in Seattle sources. last night. He played with yeah. Brian Walters of the Seahawks, and he played with his his kids outside of T-Mobile. Yep. The only reason you're in Seattle for a night on a random with nothing Tuesday, going on, yeah, there's one. Reason. There's a Griffey signing or something <laughs> that he knows about that he is somehow contacted, or he's going to stand in line and go, "Ken, one picture, one throw, please." It's three sixty-five day. We were proudly members. I don't know what day we were, but we were a day, and uh, it was a lot of fun. We had a great time playing catch with John. He came in on the show at the last segment. We had fun. We played catch for like an hour after the show. And so I just I wanted to tip the cap, man. Doing something like that for three, and you know, there's days where there's snow, or there's days where you don't want to do it. You play with your kid, you play with your wife, all that. Like that's a lot. That's a lot of conversations. That's a lot of traveling. That's a lot of driving. That's a lot of time commitment to do it for a year. That's badass. Good for you, John Sicanic. Okay, so you, <clears throat> I, I want to address this. You said station related. I don't think the station's a part of this. Well, we're not, but he's a, technically a part of the station. Mm, when Krupke did the piece, there wasn't a 1080 The Fan's John Sukanik. It wasn't <laughs> yeah, John why don't we get to claim this? 1080 The Fan. Why it, can't we claim this thing? I want to claim it. Well, you are claiming I'm it. Claiming I'm it. pushing back against us being <laughs> able to claim it. Because if you ask his brother... Damn you, Krupke. Claim us. His brother kind of rolls his eyes <laughs> at some of this. <laughs> and I think he's, you know, it's a cool thing that he accomplished. He's going to keep it going past 365. Is he going to keep going? You don't, want to take a, you don't want to take a break? No, there's going to be a day 366? No, I think he's just going to keep it going. I think okay. he likes talking to random people and catching up with people he hasn't seen in quite some time. I'm very happy for him that he was able to accomplish this feat because it, it can't be easy. Even when you have people in your own house you can play catch with on tough days. But, yeah, I like that you're kind of tying our station into it, even I'm though I don't it. think I don't know or think our station gets credit for this. He we appeared, didn't motivate him. He appears on our station essentially every day. Not uh, not literally every day, but almost every day. Ninety eight percent of the time, a lot of time he's on the station every day. Yeah, you know what time he's on the station every day? It's yeah. the same time every day. Big John, six forty five, six fifty, depending on how behind the clock they are. Yep, but, you know, I, I'm claiming him. I'm claiming him. And uh, congrats to John Sakanic. That's really cool. CJ McCollum back in town tonight. The Blazers are favored tonight at home against the New Orleans Pelicans. I- Sure. What's the spread? <laughs> one and a one and a half. So it's a pick'em. Yeah. It is essentially a pick'em. How many games end in a one point difference? Uh, this is a pick'em. Do you? I might lock in a spiteful parlay. You guys want to do a spiteful parlay with me? It depends what it is. Because knowing you, it could be a CJ overs Pelicans win by twenty. No, the spiteful parlay would be betting the under on CJ's point total and the over on Dame's point total. What uh, is CJ's point total? Give me a second. Stall well, for you time. You said it like you knew it and you were ready to say it. <laughs> Hold on. Waiting. Waiting. Should I let you guys know tomorrow we have Brett McMurphy. Excellent. National College Football Reporter to talk about the Pacto media rights situation at 730. Why do only Blazer players show up in the point category? 
That you're not looking. You you acted like you had this parlay ready to go, and you didn't even know. I'm pulling up the game right now, and only Blazer players are showing up. You can bet the over under a Cam Reddish, Damian Lillard, Drew Eubanks, Jeremy Grant, Matisse Thybul, all of their rebounds as well. Uh, I'll take the Blazers. I have no idea. I'll take the Blazers and the over on Dame's points. Okay. And I hope to watch him bust CJ's ass a couple times. I'm going to go find the CJ over under, and I'm betting the under. Damn it! Tonight CJ's back. There you go. Brett McMurphy, as Sprague mentioned, at 7.30 tomorrow. We'll get the insight on what's going on with the conference. He was the guy that had the Ion report, so is there anything there? Yep. And uh, Ken Barkley tomorrow at 8 o'clock. Yep. So we'll do some gambling with Ken Barkley. He won money on the Blazers last night. Him and him and uh, Costos. Costos' pick of the night was Warriors minus four and Dame under 37. <laughs> and I almost texted you guys in the first half like, idiots. <laughs> and then the second half happened. And I'm like, I'm glad I didn't text that. Uh, that'll do it for us, folks. If you missed any of the show, go check the podcast. We went to Florida for the Daily Ticker. Just had the Yammer on. We'll tweet him out at Dirt and Sprague and at 1080 The Fan. We'll talk to you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next. You're listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.